de Vination Podcast, Miguel Tello. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Vination Podcast. How are you guys? How are you doing? Another week, another episode here, but this time we are presenting you episode 4. Welcome to Random Act of Kindness. On this week's episode, we are discussing kindness within the music industry. After these uncertain times, now more than ever we need to do random act of kindness. And for this episode, we invited a friend that he knows what this means. Tom Featherstone, how are you, man? Hey, man, I'm good, I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to hear you, Tom. You are back with a brand new single that is called Wish We Made It. And we are gonna discuss about the song in a second. But for now, we have to give a warm welcome to a brand new member of the team, Paola. Welcome to the B Nation podcast. And now she's bringing a summary. On episode four, a random act of kindness is needed now more than ever. On this episode, we're going to discuss different options on how to be involved. One perfect example is our first guest. He's here to present our song of the week, which we made it. It's Tom Featherston. Hi, I'm Tom Featherstone and you're listening to the B Nation podcast. They may come tell you on the latest song, but they are here to discuss the music. Lie are on the show. Hi, we're Lie, and you're listening to the B Nation podcast. Spreading love from humanity through the music. Circle the Earth are here. Hi, we're Circle the Earth. And you're listening to the B Nation podcast. Plus musical guest, Sophia Scott. Welcome to the B Nation podcast. Yes, so that is all the content that we have for today's episode on the B Nation podcast. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, Today we have the privilege and the pleasure to have Tom Featherstone with us. Tom, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. So happy to be here. I just love love your show. So you are coming back with a brand new single, Wish We yeah. Made It. Tell me a little bit more about this track because we are going to hear it in a second. It came out last week and basically I just want to ask you, like, when did you write this track and what can you tell me about it? Wow. Um, when did I write this track? I wrote this track... I think it might, it's my oldest track. I think it's about three years old now. And we recorded it about a year ago now before the pandemic. So it's like, this is a real important one for me in terms of like kind of coming out of, uh, you know, all that COVID has given us. Um, and it's just so nice to be able to release this this, this song and, and just to share it. And it's particularly important to me because it just really reflects on like a lot of kind of pride and resentment that I've had in relationships but dealing with it in a way of moving on from that which is why I love it and uh and so yeah I hope it kind of just gives a kind of healthy introspection on that and uh and I hope people love the sax in it because uh, that's my favorite bit so I hope you enjoy yeah. this I think I think it's on the sax we have Tom uh Langshaw right Tom Longshaw, yeah yeah he's great and the bass have a uh, sack missile right Zach Michaud, yeah, yeah. Two amazing and guys. You, and also you have a tenor as well. Yeah, so two two yeah. saxes Tom recorded, two saxes. Oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah. And, and it sounds like brilliant. So we're going to hear the track right now. This is Wish We Made It by Tom Featherstone. I hope you enjoy it. That's gonna fit into it 
by uh, Tom Featherstone, which, by the way, Tom, let me tell you that is our Son of the Week on the B-Nation podcast. Hey! So congratulations! Yeah! <laughs> Thank you so much! <laughs> our, it's our pleasure to present it here on the show. The song speaks about things that we should do, and sometimes we miss it. And it's when sometimes we were saying, I wish we made it. I guess a lockdown, the, the period make us to reflect more about, about our life, uh, the things that we were wrong and the, the decisions that we that, that we took. Tell us a little bit more about the story behind the song, just because you, you told us before um, uh, the meaning of the song, but I am a right with what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, man. I think like, like I said, it was written so long ago now that I think for me, like lyrically, it can come across as quite immature. Like I think in terms of like, you know, on its on its face value like on the surface the song is just talking about like a relationship that didn't go the way that i was hoping it would and it's kind of like reflecting and dealing with that but then i think in the way that it was kind of sung and and we made this video with it and just kind of delved a bit deeper into like you know what is this song saying and that whole kind of thing of like wish we made it like whilst it's using you know this particular relationship to kind of talk about these ideas of like what could be and, and what went wrong and, and all that stuff it starts to like I feel like by that final chorus it becomes kind of like like an anthem in a way of, of uh, I don't know just like reflecting on everything that's gone by you know and, and with even the things that hurt us like in the past like starting to like appreciate how they like formed us in a way and Um, and so for me, this song starts to become more than just about like a relationship that went wrong. It also makes me just like really nostalgic of just, you know, my friends in high school and my my friends now, like I'm coming to the end of my degree at university and becoming aware that like this is going to be a time I look back on, um, you know, with a real fondness. And so it's, it's like creating an appreciation for, for those times. Tom, let me tell you something. For me, it's a song that I can see your identity like on it, like very clear. You know, like that. One of the things that like when I play it, I know there's your track. You know what I mean? I know exactly mm. straight away that I'm about to hear one of your songs, and that for me is cool because like you have a, a unique voice. I always told you, and <laughs> I'm telling you once more time. You know, and I, honestly, I wish you all the best with this song. Uh, but today, like on, on the B Nation podcast, I want to ask you one one question because uh, we are doing an episode dedicated to to random out of kindness, you know. Mm. And then we already discussed in the past, like um, what you did, the, the different the actions that you did with your previous with your previous song that it yeah, was all yeah. right at home. I want to ask you one thing, Tom. After all the experience that uh, that that was obviously to do a, a song for for that uh, specific post that that you did it. What was your outcome and how do you feel about it? And I just want to like ask you, why do you think that uh, artists now these days, they should do more out of kindness than the one that you did? Yeah, that's a really good question. I, I love doing it because it was, uh, so it was for Food Hall, um, Food Hall organization, which is like a local kind of charity that supports um, 
they're kind of like a lot of people in food poverty and so they're putting on uh, events and and meals for people who wouldn't be able to get access to that otherwise so already getting to work with and getting to know such an amazing local charity so for that reason alone like you know it's just such a great way to kind of become more aware of what's going on around you um i think as well like i i don't know like as especially as an independent artist i think i can get so wrapped up and i'm sure this is a universal thing so wrapped up in kind of like what i'm doing day to day and what do i need to be doing to make you know my songs sound good or for them to do well on spotify or whatever right and so when you have kind of a new metric or a new way to measure how your song's doing in a way that's so much more positive like you know i'm not striving to be noticed on social media with this song i'm i'm working now to to fund an organization and a cause that's in even if it's in a small way like to fund a cause that's so much bigger than i am and it's so much more than whatever whatever i could do by myself and so suddenly you're giving your music a new purpose so so definitely it just helped i don't know like new outlet and a new reason to make music for sure tom coming back to which you which we made it which is your new single uh, i believe that you played this track one of your last gigs obviously pre pandemic i think it was on the bedford bar you played this this track in back january 2020 um, i did yeah yeah <laughs> We saw it, and then now, um, how is life now? I'm pretty sure that you want to come back to, to live gigs. How do you remember this experience, by the way? First of all, how do you remember this experience? And tell me about how are you looking into coming back to do live shows? Doing live shows? Man, yeah, I miss it. The, we had a real nice run of gigs in London just before the pandemic. Uh, with the with the Bedford included and it was just so nice like just a room full of people that we wouldn't normally see and just being able to share our songs um, and you know we had just written a load more songs at that point and and we had big plans for 2020 as everyone did um, uh, and so it was sad I think that was one of the biggest things I remember feeling so kind of anxious at the start of the pandemic simply because this yeah. thing was being taken away from me that I just love so much and got so much from um, and so um, you know now looking to like we've got gigs in the calendar again like <laughs> that hasn't been a thing for so many months but we're playing like a socially distant show we played a socially distant show like a week ago and we've got like another one in London booked in like mid-July and it's just like so fun to be getting getting the band back in a room you know and to be working towards could you tell us more details about that gifts that you have coming out so I'm, i'm pretty sure that if anyone listening who wants to like uh you know like see you live or, or like buy a ticket for the show sure yeah um i know for right now we're waiting on <laughs> we're waiting on definite confirmation um uh -huh. but we are i'll just get the details up so i don't get them wrong we are playing paper dress vintage in hackney on the 22nd of July in support of an amazing band called Lauren um, and and those tickets are available through their their Instagram at Lauren Music um, and they're just a phenomenal band anyway like some really great artists and just some brilliant songwriting and brilliant musicians so we're really looking forward to that being able to come back to London and, and to play there it's going to be huge <laughs> Yeah, great, fantastic. And then once again, Tom, um, if we want to follow you on social media, what is the, your username on Instagram? On Instagram, I'm at Tom underscore Featherstone. Just the, the little, uh, you know, the little line, not, not written <laughs> underscore. <laughs> not, not the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so, my friend, it has been an absolutely pleasure to, to speak to you. Um, and after, do you know, like the last time that we spoke, it was like October last year. Wow, like it already like like it came it seems like it came like a long time, you know, but like no, I was yeah. like thinking and now it's like six months, but I'm pretty I'm so 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 happy that you came back with a with a brand new song, which is our song of the week, and it's called uh Wish We Made It. Tom, I wish you all the best because you deserve it, my friend. And, Thank you so uh, much. It's so lovely to be here, man. Like honestly, yes. I love I love chatting to you. It just puts my heart at rest, honestly. <laughs> our pleasure as always. Best of luck with everything. And remember that every time that you just like have a new release coming up, 
please come here because obviously we will be more than happy to obviously to play the track here on the show all right really appreciate that man i'll be hitting you up don't worry <laughs> amazing thank you so much man all the best Our next guests, they are two twin brothers. They come from um, the East Coast to present songs like Cantelia. So we have Stephen and we have Mark. Please welcome Lai. How are you guys? Good, man. Thank you. It's our pleasure because like, we haven't been play, uh, playing uh, your latest song that is uh, called Cantelia. A couple of weeks, I believe. Your style is in indie pop and you have a musical roots. You're between drummers, I believe. Yeah, that's correct. Mark was actually the first drummer. Yeah, so it's funny. We're, we may look very similar, but we're actually eight years apart. Steve's my younger brother. Uh-huh. So, um, but I uh, grew up, yeah, grew up in a musical family. Uh, our dad played music up until he was a professional musician, up until he was about 28 years old. And um, we have a big family too, a lot of brothers and sisters, and we all were sort of forced to play instruments growing up and uh, actually fell in love with music and uh, kind of grew up, spent a lot of years as a drummer for a band, which is where I really knew that I wanted to be involved in music for the rest of my life. Played saxophone a little bit as a, as a younger you know, elementary school kid, but had a set that I could play with. I, that's really all I wanted to do. Uh, in addition to making beats and making, making music, uh, drums were my life for, for the longest time, so. Yes. Guys, you have been inspired for producers like uh, an artist like, for example, John Bellion, Max Martin, Virtual uh, Riot. And my question is, first of all, where the name Lai comes from? Yeah, so actually we had had a project before where we currently are, but we weren't really happy with it. So we ended up wanting to rebrand and Mark actually had an, an artist name and it was Lesson and it was all about the music being less, less complicated because our formula was less clutter equals more of a superior product in the end. And um, what we decided to do was try and find a name based around that. And we did find a name, Lai, that was a translation in a different language that meant less. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, there was another artist with that name. And when we came to find that out, it was a little too late. And we were already very attached to the name. So we started to look for different translations of the word. And lie is actually Welsh for flame or glow. And we also really liked that because there was a really hard point in our journey where we felt like, you know, our fire was dying out. And then it just started to, you know, build and build and build and, you know, and turn into what we are today. Great. When was that like the moment that uh, you guys decided to start uh, a musical career and obviously under, under this name? Tell us a little bit more about the origin. Yeah, so we actually started writing music together back in 2013. I kind of was just experimenting in GarageBand and Mark had been making beats long before then and I had known that. So I would send him little snippets of what I was making and he would give me critique. And over the next seven years, we just developed this relationship of of working together in 2019 that's when we really decided to put the rubber to the road and i don't know if you want to add a little bit more to that mark yeah so what a lot of people don't know about steve and i is that we live 2,000 miles apart so he lives in in delaware i live in texas so we we communicate and write a lot of our music over phone and through uh, facebook messenger and um uh one of the things that we we realized that we have a skill set steve does a lot of the production side and and really involved in the musical creation of that and and he would come to me for lyric and melody ideas and we found out that we have something special when when we wrote a few songs and started to get a lot of of uh people were were liking it and commenting that they that they really enjoyed it and there just came a point where we started to see some success and plays on our music and we thought you know this is definitely something we could do and have success at doing so um you know we decided to dive in with lie um and and give it everything we have to to be what it is now and and what we hope it we become in the future Is it easy to manage like when you guys have to work together? You know, it's it's funny. It's almost even more challenging to work when we're together because we've worked apart. Because since we started back in 2013, he was we were a thousand miles apart, and then now it's two thousand miles apart. So we've been working like this for so long. It, it almost is second nature to work like this. And when Mark does come to visit, 
we're almost not even productive because we play the N64 or something. <laughs> yeah, we since we don't see each other in person often, when we get together, we always try to make it a goal to, to make some songs happen or write a song while we're together. But that usually doesn't end up happening. Um, you know, we, we stay up pretty late. I think, you know, we're usually up till three or four o'clock in the morning, usually um, working on music. And that's really where where we uh you know we just it just works for us i don't know it's it's always been something that i thought was special about us is that we don't have to be together we we know how each other talks and feels i think just being brothers and growing up together we can communicate our ideas to each other um and, and we i think we get it we both have very similar ideas where we want by to go and what we want our music to be and that really helps us as we write to to come out with what we, what we do have yeah, definitely. Can't tell ya. It's the latest single from from Life. It's a song that talks about things that sometimes we cannot tell to other people, right? And we have to keep it for ourselves, which is not easy to do that. What's the story behind the track? And when did you write the song? And how did you work writing together on this track? Yeah, so a lot of our song, songs actually start together, um, but usually the origin, like the very seed, starts with me. I'll come up with like a one-liner and just something that's happened in my life or something that I've experienced in the past. And and in this case, I was, you know, dealing with this, this thing where I, you know, I had feelings and I couldn't share them. And, you know, I remember being like, man, that could be a, a good song that I'm, maybe people could relate to. And so what I'll usually then do is bring it to Mark with maybe a, a little chord progression and maybe just one line. And that was the opening line of the song. I can't tell you that I love you. And I just brought that. And I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And I passed it off to him and he really took the reins and, and turned it into the song. Yeah, I think it's a, a topic that a lot of people can relate to. I think everybody, whether it's a relationship that you're in, uh, that you develop, feelings you develop for somebody, that there might be something holding you back, whether it's something from your end or something from their end, or it's just not the right time of you know your lives, who knows? But you're just, you get to that moment where you feel really strongly about somebody and then you just can't do anything about it. And it's it's a struggle, you know, it's a fun, upbeat song but the message is actually kind of hard to listen to if you really can relate to the song uh sometimes it's it's not a good feeling so um you know it's it's kind of an interesting song in that regard but but that's what it was about we i think we wrote this song uh the song started a little year ago steve maybe two years ago when yeah i want to say it started last summer in july yeah i actually have the original voice recording that i sent you i i had just recently listened to it because i compared it to the, what the song ended up becoming and it was uh -huh. interesting to hear. It's so catchy, by the way. Like, it's it's, uh. a, it's very catchy, you know? You're like, I can tell that I love, you know? I mean, it's very catchy, you know, for me, you know? Yeah, like, thank you. It's very, very, very catchy. So let's hear the track. Hi, we're Lai. And you're listening to our latest single, Can't Tell You, on the B Nation podcast. Summer nights in California On the 405 with you That I'm falling for you And I don't know what to do I let my guard down, took it too far now How do I take it back? Gave it my best but you got me messed up Baby, this whole thing's stressing me out Trying to slow down, don't even know how Everything got off track Wish you could see what you mean to me but I can't tell you that I love ya you that I want you When you want somebody else I can't tell you that I So you just hear on the B Nation podcast, Can't Tell Ya, uh, which is a, a familiar song to us because we play a few times here on the show. And uh, we have the pleasure to be with Stephen and Mark uh, live here that they are our guests on this episode. And let's talk about another track as well. In this case, let's talk about Lonely, which is a romantic and um, melancholic ballad, by the way, because I think like this track, by the way, it talks about how difficult 
is sometimes to keep distance of, of our half and, and when we had to sp uh, split and even fight a lot to save the, cap uh, the couple relationship, right? I want to ask you about this track. What is the song is all about? Yeah, so this is probably the hardest track we've ever done. It's one of those ones that for me was, it's weird to say this, but it's actually inspired by rap songs because I really respect rap songs and how they can so explicitly share their feelings in a different way mm -hmm. um, than pop music. Pop music seems surface level at some times. And I remember when I, I, I wrote the chorus for this song and I hadn't showed it to Mark yet. And it was one of these ones where I was like, this, this can't just be a pop song. This can't be just the surface level. This has to go to deeper levels than I'm comfortable going to. And I need to get very vulnerable. And so I remember bringing this one to Mark and being like, you know, I have this chorus and I have this idea for a song, but like, this is a really dark place for me because I actually battled, you know, all, all of our songs, like I said, is something that I battle or struggle with or have experienced, not necessarily always a battle. But this one was probably one of the hardest ones to work on for me personally, just because this is something that I personally struggle with so much. And then I sent it off to Mark and he worked on some melodies and yes. he ended up coming back and it was he, he came up with all the verse and pre melodies and it was just like perfect. I remember like listening to the melodies and that he sent for the first time and just being like, wow, like this is exactly what it needs to be. And, you know, it was just a really moving experience for me and it was a a song that I put more than just my heart into. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, it was a, a really deep one. No, definitely. And I was about to say that this track is actually the last track, the, the track that it closed uh, uh, the album that is called Fix Yourself, an album that you guys released uh, back in February this year uh, mm -hmm. from, from Lai. And actually, as well, we're going to hear like in a, in a second uh, one of the tracks of this track that is given title to this album, which is called Fix Yourself. That's gonna be in a second, but I wanna ask you guys about lockdown. Because uh, here on the B Nation podcast, uh, which is uh, as to every every single artist that we have like here on the show, like how was last year? Like last year, because is any significant challenge that you managed to experience during the last year uh, in lockdown? To be honest, with the lockdown, with um, you know being in quarantine and and a lot of people were affected negatively in that regard. Um, but I will say for, for the sake of lie, for Steve and I, for our music, it was probably one of the, the best things that happened to us. Because like we mentioned, we, we live 2,000 miles apart and we write separately through the phone and through video calls and, and through voice notes. That's how we do our, you know, everything, pretty much everything. So um, by being locked down, it, it sort of forced myself uh, to spend more time at home and, and not at, at the office. And and uh, I was able to spend more time with Steve and, and we really kind of buckled down and got a lot of stuff done. Mm -hmm. And we were able to, to you know, release as much music as we did. Um, you know, we write everything that we do and, and it's all our own original stuff. So um, it was nice for us to really have that time to finish ideas that we had started in the past and, and create some new ideas. We have a lot of new stuff coming out this year. Uh, that all started as a part of that, you know, in, in the middle of that quarantine and that lockdown. So, um, you know, it was it was actually, I think, a really good opportunity. And I think you have to look at everything in life like that. You know, look at the bright side, look at, you know, what's good can come out of this. And, and for us, I think a lot of good came out of that because we were able to spend so much time together doing what we do and what we love. And, uh, and on top of that, I think there can be some sort of a direction crisis when it comes to young artists like, man, do I need to get out there and play live or, or do I work on more music or what do I do? And, and for us, it was really just like this, oh, well, we can't go out and play live and we can't go out and, and, and do things. Literally all that we can do is write music. So mm -hmm. let's just buckle down, nail down on this. We don't even have to worry about anything else because we couldn't do that other stuff even if we wanted to. So I think that also just really like our focus was so sharp into just writing new music, creating new music, that yeah. it just helped everything along. I, I heard artists that they were saying that like they managed to produce or they managed to obviously to do on a virtual room with thought that they could be because they were on a different country. And what it would be your dream collaboration. Let's say for example, that now you have the opportunity to have an artist featured in one of your tracks. What will be your dream collaboration? 
We may have, I mean, we may have different answers, so you go first. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for me, my dream collaboration, gosh. If I had to pick just one, I think I would pick John Bellion. Um, he's just an artist that's very influential to me because uh -huh. he's very much, he, his upbringing was like me. Um, and even he, he does these things where he releases behind the scenes videos and it's just him producing. And I remember watching them for the first time and being like, that, that's what I do. Like, that's how I make music. And now this guy is like super famous. Like maybe I can make it cause this, I do it the same way he does. And so he's, he's just been a huge influence on, you know, my mental and, and how I approach music. So if I could pick one person, be John Bellium. Would, I would agree with Steve. So um, there's a couple people we've, you know, idolized in the past uh, that are very influential to, you know, what we do now. Uh, John Bellion by far is the number one most influential person. Um, if it was a, a singer, I mean, John Bellion sings too, but I, if there's a singer, uh, I mean, who wouldn't want to collaborate with Justin Bieber? Definitely. Guys, like one of the things that I really love about you guys is that, that you constantly like uh, putting music out there in the market. This year, uh, back in February, like you release your album Fix Yourself. And then we have this song that obviously is your latest single. My question now is like, what is next for this 2021? What can we expect from life for the rest of the year? Yeah, we uh, we have a lot of plans. So we're, you know, we have other songs that are finalized, just not released yet. Um, we hope to drop at least four new songs this year. Uh, at least, maybe there's more, who knows? Well, you guys will just have to follow us to find out. Um, but we have some really big plans in addition to, to music. Um, you know, we really want to continue to grow Vi as a brand. And, uh, um, you know, we were working on some other projects as well. And, and we can't wait to share, you know, what we have with the world. Let me talk about Fix Yourself, because it's a track that also as well is the name of your, of your latest album, Now Fix Yourself. And why you decided to put as a, the name of the album? Yes. Yeah, so Fix Yourself, as with all of our songs, is another real situation that happened in my life. You know, I, I had a breakup and somebody texted me and they were like, hey, I, I can fix you. And I just remember being like, fix me, like fix yourself. And it, I didn't think about it at the time as a, a song, but six months later i was like man that could actually be a really cool song and i sent that to mark and it just blew up from there yeah 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 one of the uh the lyrics that you see in in that song and, and in other songs you know it's one of the things that i do when i'm helping put that together is i talk to steve about that that moment in his life for that idea that started this whole thought the whole song idea structure you know fix yourself and he mentioned to me about the relationship he had where he got that message and other messages that were sent to him like you should work on maybe meditation and things like that so those lyrics that you see are lyrics and words from messages he received from this person telling him to fix himself and you know it, again just one of those things when he brings these ideas to me and, and I relate to him as well and I know a lot of people can you know, people have that situation in their life where you know they're not the problem but somebody else tries to make it feel like them feel like they are the problem and other people are telling them it's their fault when it's not it's not your fault and you know it was just this sort of rebel moment like i'm not the problem you are you should fix yourself and he kind of brought that to me and i said that's great that we this is i think a great idea to run with and that's where we uh we kind of came uh to out with that fix yourself uh track that, that you're playing that is a song that people they can actually relate, you know. And obviously on the on the lyrics of the trap. Thank you so much, uh, Stephen and Mark, for coming to the Mid Nation podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. So thank you very much. And, and thank uh, you for having us, Miguel. Hi, we're Lie, and you're listening to Fix Yourself on the B Nation podcast. You fake. I know you well enough to never trust the things you say. You say. You hope that I find love, but that I won't Unless I change I changed everything for you Everything for you I spent all that I had When I couldn't afford to I fell under your pressure Under your pressure You would always get mad Tell me you could do better Looking in the mirror Caught up in my thoughts 
Our next guests are based in Los Angeles, and they are seven members that they want to spread through their music, unity, humanity, and they are based on with different nationalities, and they are circled the earth. We have Lawrence, Whitney, Sandy, Kazuki, Michael, and Sandro, and also as well, Kadia, that she's not with us today, but Please welcome to the B Nation podcast, Circle of the Air. How are you guys? Hi! Welcome to the B Nation podcast. Do you know, like, uh, we started to play on the show Dead, and obviously, as well, we started to play on the show uh, your latest song, New Prescription, before obviously, you know, like the upcoming release that we are going to talk in a second, that is Diamonds. You guys are from different nationalities, as I mentioned at the beginning, and you are from the US, Brazil, Japan, Taiwan. And you managed to get a lot of listeners already on, on Spotify. I just want to ask you a little bit more about the origins uh, of the band. Why did you choose to have this name? Just because it sounds to us it's more like a biblical name. The name Circle of the Earth comes from the fact that the members of the band are from different countries and nationalities around the world. Taiwan. Kazuki's from Taiwan, sorry. Kazuki's from Japan. Uh, Sandro's from Brazil. The rest of us are from different parts of the United States. Amazing. So it's just basically just to represent, obviously, like the different nationalities that you guys have in, on, in the band, right? Guys, how, how do you meet each other? Because seven is a magical number, but like for us, like, but how do you meet each other? Let us know. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been playing with Sandro, the drummer, for eight years. Next came Kadia about six years ago. She was a referral from um, some uh, local people who specialize in musician referral services. And then uh, uh, Sandy came. I met Sandy off. Craigslist actually. And then Kazuki came as a referral from a guy who we met off Craigslist. Lauren came as a referral from one of the guys who specializes in referring musicians. And then Lauren bought Whitney and here we are. Fantastic. Uh, at the moment you guys uh, released like three singles so far. You are like about to release an, an upcoming single that is called Diamonds. And I just want to basically ask you about this track first, because it's a song that is being produced by Gene McGorman and also as well uh, Adrian Jones. I mean, you guys uh, working with McGorman that he produced for people like Avril Lavigne and, and or the New Radicals. I just want to ask you about Diamonds. Uh, when did you write this song and what's the story behind the track? Uh, hi, Lauren here. Um, so Diamonds, yeah, was written by Jim and Adrian, and then uh, Kazuki came in as well to help with the uh, arranging. And then basically, they gave us kind of like a, a baseline prototype demo of the song. And then we, uh, as a band, come in and we kind of listen to the lyrics that they've already written um, and listen to some of the licks. And then we kind of arrange it in a way that's more appropriate for our style. Um, I know for mm -hmm. me personally, we, we really resonated with the lyrics for this song uh, specifically because um, obviously this has been a hard year for a lot of people. And yeah. uh, now we're coming out of like a, a really like a collective struggle. Coming out of that, we want to be better and, you know, bigger and more glorious in whatever way that is. Um, than we were before. So keeping that in mind, um, we were thinking like, oh, okay, that's going to resonate with a lot of people that diamonds are made under pressure, which is the uh, hook. You were mentioning about how difficult it was uh, uh, the last year. How has been 2021 so far? And what are the challenges that as a band you managed to find during this year? Yeah, um, we actually have been extremely fortunate because um, Michael is also a, a doctor, so he had access to a lot of testing for us. Um, so in order to keep each other safe, we were still able to rehearse. Um, there was a portion of time where we were rehearsing via Zoom, but then we were able to eventually meet safely in person because we were getting tested weekly and wearing masks and social distancing as best as we could and just trying to keep each other as safe as possible. Now, luckily, we're all vaccinated so yay we can uh move forward and hopefully um you know play shows and travel and do all of those great things but uh yeah the year was was of course difficult you know not being able to play live for the band was kind of a a, a big issue because that's you know how bonding happens sometimes you know there's only so much that you can do in a rehearsal room and then the rest kind of has to come from the audience so um but yeah we were still able to record and we were still able to do a lot of rehearsal which i know you know for us that, that was very fortunate and i know a lot of people didn't have that same luxury so we feel very blessed in that way 
Will Be You was actually your, the first song that you guys released, and it talks about uh, being somebody special, I mean, I guess, right? Like, uh, what's, the story, what's the story behind this song, the lyrics of this track? Uh, so this is a song that Kadia wrote lyrically, and this was based off of an experience that she had in Mexico. She was living there um, before joining the band, and she herself would say that she's probably more of a, um, a timid, quiet, introvert introverted type person. So one night she was out in Mexico and she was like, I'm just gonna, you know, have a fun night and go a little crazy. So she wrote that song based off of that experience. But guys, I just want to ask you a little bit more about uh, your fashion style, especially like for, for you girls, you know, like how do you normally, who decide the style of the band and the fashion that you obviously you wear on there, for example, in the music video for them? Uh, so I'm Whitney, I'll answer this one because the fabulous Lauren <laughs> is actually really responsible for production management for a lot of our projects. When it comes to videos, we have worked with stylists as well, but she styled the video and the photo shoot for Could Be You, which was our first outing last summer. So she sort of set the tone for the level of fashion sense that we wanted to have, looking amazing as always. Um, and then it sort of depends on what the story is in the song that we're working with, obviously. Could Be You is about a fun, peppy night out. Dead is a little bit darker, a little more intense. So that's what that style is all about. And um, we're really, really excited about what the uh, the aesthetic is for Diamonds, our next release. Um, it just keeps leveling up and getting better and better. But fabulous Lauren Richards has really kind of set the bar high for us in the beginning. The pictures that we can see on streaming services, you know, like um, they are quite futuristic. I think and they remind me like um, from the close to the Maxman movies, Yeah, that's actually really funny that you say that because um, this is Lauren again. Uh, this That was one of the inspirations for Dead specifically was uh, when I was coming up with the concept, I wanted um, to kind of show off the juxtaposition between somebody that's like a little elegant and elevated and then has this sort of inner warrior that comes out uh, when you mess with us kind of thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, Mad Max was a, was a heavy influence and it looks like really, really great and amazing. So let's um, start by hearing Death right now. This song for you guys, like, I believe that is the one that like got a really like huge reception from the audience, you know? I mean, actually it got more than 1 million views on YouTube and more than 500,000 streams on, on Spotify, for example. And I just want to like ask you about this song. And in the video, actually, you you guys are wearing a golden mask, and um, which is obviously for me like it was fantastic. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about the story of the of the song, and how do you feel about the reaction having more than one million views, uh, and if you expected that? Yeah, I mean, it it was it's really humbling to to know that over one million people decided that they wanted to watch um, the video. It's very exciting, and that the song resonates with people. Um, yeah, as I said before, it's a little bit like, it's a little more edgy, a little more in your face. Uh, and yeah, the story is just about like a, a guy or a girl or person that you're in a relationship with and like, uh, you know, don't mess with me or you're dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it right now. All right. Um, hey guys, it's us at Circle the Earth and hey. this is Dead. In my head already. Holds me at a ransom Haunts me like a phantom Too hard to call it quits So what a risk in that one Body like a fun house No shame with a big mouth He writes a funeral Before he wins I'm hearing things He's dead, he in my head 
right, so you just here on the B Nation podcast, Death by Circle the Earth. Uh, we are obviously discussing more about the music that like that the guys like are doing with songs like Dead and the one that we are about to hear, new, new, new Prescription. And let's talk a little bit more about the music video for Dead because it's directed by Matthew Mike Stallings that actually I believe that this is what's filmed during lockdown, right? And did you have to change the the shooting of the video because of the lockdown situation. How was like the, the video shoot for, for Dead? Um, so we did shoot Dead in late November of 2020, which in Los Angeles was a pretty scary time. There was a big COVID surge happening and we were kind of unsure if we should do something like that. Because LA is a huge film and TV production city, there are a lot of um, protocols in place for testing for shoots like that. So everybody in the band and on the crew, the film crew, the hair and makeup team, tested and then quarantined themselves for two full days until we got all of our negative results. And then we had a uh -huh. a shoot that was safe. And to be honest with you, like, and you should, you know what I mean? Because like, you can feel that there is hard work behind, you know, yeah. which is, is, is great, fantastic. I mean, you can feel it, you know, straight away that obviously is a lot of hard work behind on difficult times like this. So from my my end, and obviously from the team, bravo, honestly, because- Oh, thank is, you. That is, thank you. Thank that you. Is yeah, fantastic. And obviously, that is amazing. That's really great to hear. You know, it's uh, yeah. such a kind of a surreal experience trying to make art when we couldn't gather and give it to an audience. So the fact that we could still go in the studio and shoot videos safely was pretty special for us. To do a project like that on circumstances, on difficult circumstances like like the ones that we are uh, we were living at the moment, you know. And I think honestly, like you can feel it straight away as well, also. The hard work behind, you know, like like the details, like everything that you guys do during the performance. So like that is something that pretty much to admire and to, to respect. So which Thank is great. You. Thank you. I believe that like you guys probably miss a lot to do live shows. Tell us like um if uh, a little bit more about if you managed to start to do some plans maybe for two, 2022 or maybe for the end of the year. So now we're, this is Mike, now we're preparing to, to present the band to industry in an organized way. So we're going to do um, an SIR showcase, studio instrument rentals, this internationally recognized uh, rehearsal complex, high-end rehearsal complex, state-of-the-art equipment in Hollywood. So we're going to do a, a run-through of our show with our production team on Wednesday, June 2nd there. And then after that, we have our first uh, live performance since the COVID pandemic limitations were lifted. We're headlining at the Viper Room in Hollywood on June 25th at 10.30 p.m. After that, we're gonna do a showcase for industry and we uh, had a very successful private audition for a heavyweight executive last Wednesday. So he and some other uh, label people are coming back to see the band at SIR again on July 14th. Then we go to San Juan huh? Capistrano. We're uh, playing at a place called The Coach House. It holds about 3,000 people in, uh, all halfway to San Diego. So. I am, I'm glad to hear that you guys had a busy summer. Yes, yes, absolutely. We're super excited to get back out there and, and start performing again. Don't definitely. Let me ask you about collaborations. Have you thought about collaborating, like, like doing any collabs with any other like bands or artists maybe in the future? Uh, yeah, we're definitely open to something like that. I, we haven't really thought about it, really, because it's been so, you know, like, don't be around other people. But absolutely, we would love to be able to collaborate with all kinds of artists. And, and for example, like, if you guys, like, uh, have to choose one artist, for example, like someone that, like, is suitable to do maybe, like, a collaboration for a future song uh, with Circle the Earth, what it would be? I think at this point, since we have so many people in our own band, we're just trying to work on collaborating with each other <laughs> to make something really great. Um, because in, in, yeah, yeah. I mean, what I was just thinking is like, okay, what genre do we not represent that we would want to collaborate with? And to be honest, we're, we're covering rock, we're covering pop. Kadia does some sick raps in a lot of our songs. You heard one in Dead. So I think right now we're still trying to like, get all of our ducks in a row and they're they're looking real good all these ducks so what's next guys for you guys because um obviously uh, you just mentioned before that diamonds is going to be released on july uh, on july on the, on the 9th uh but what is the plan for the rest of 2021 in terms of releases are you working on an ep or an album or, like, or a future singles for the world <laughs> after we finish diamonds we're probably going to go back in the studio and do a beautiful new ballad called the other side yeah, well, more than likely oh, what, will end up, what, what will end up happening is um, once we do this release um, and these performances for these agencies, uh, we're kind of going to wait and see 
um, if anybody's going to pick us up or who we'll be working with next. Um, and that's probably what will govern the rest of our 2021, at least. Oh, that's, that's good. That's fantastic. And obviously, we will basically keep obviously promoting your records here on the Nation podcast. After the thank you. Thank the you show. so much. Our pleasure. Let's talk about New Prescription, which is the song that we are going to hear in a second. And what is the story that behind a New Prescription? I'm a recovering drug addict. And New Prescription, I didn't write it, but it was inspired by my story. And it's about uh, the struggles a person goes through to find themselves, not only in relation to the addiction to, to medications, but also in terms of uh, identifying character flaws, weaknesses, forcing them into the light, expressing your secrets and recovering uh, in truth and integrity. You know what? Like, I always like found like very brave and I'm very like uh, to admire that people that like they managed to obviously to do some writing and they managed to talk about those things that they that they're not easy at all. And that honestly, my respect. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, it's really admirable that that Mike um, was so, is he's he is continually so forthcoming about his struggles and and really. That's part of um, this band's uh, mission is to make sure that, you know, people from all walks of life feel like they are represented in some way and um, yeah. that, you know, you're not alone in the struggles that you experience. So that was definitely one of the biggest messages for New Prescription. And definitely there's going to be people out there that they can relate to the song. Right, guys. So uh, it has been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Like, thank you so much for accepting our invite to obviously to come to the B Nation podcast. It's a pleasure talking to you. Hi, we are Circle the Earth, and this is New Prescription. Like a moth to a flame, fatal attraction. If I wanted, I could get it. Always reactive. Anyone else but me Now I I get a little peace When the rush is my release Guys, it was an absolutely honor to speak to Circle the Earth here on the B Nation podcast. They were presenting songs like Death, New Prescription, or the brand new single that is uh, called Diamonds that is going to be released in July on the night, I remember. And now it's time for our musical guest. She was actually on the premiere episode of Season 5 of the B Nation podcast. We love her music and she is incredible. Performing a special rendition of her brand new single, Side Effects, please welcome Sophia Scott. Hi everybody, I'm Sophia Scott and I'm going to perform my newest single, Side Effects, on the B Nation podcast. I hope you all like it. I don't know which one it is. Is it you, is it me who's addicted? Cause you're the one who wants to fix But I'm the one who needs to fix it It's toxic and chronic the way that we feel Stuck in a battle that nobody wins It's killing us slow The longer we go You get the rush While I rush to save you Fill up your cup Too fast. 
She's an icon, she's a legend, and she is the moment. Sofia Scott, everybody, and she was performing for us a special rendition of her brand new single that is called Side Effects. Thank you so much, Sofia, for being on the show. And now, Mary Shelley is bringing a special report of how to be involved and do random acts of kindness. Different acts of kindness that we can do. We can collaborate or volunteer in charities as North of Robin Charity, the largest independent music therapy charity in the UK. It provides music therapy anyone whose quality life would be improved and is dedicated to changing the lives of vulnerable and isolated people. North of Robin has certain centers delivering music therapy all across the UK. For more information, visit the website northofrobin.org.uk. Another charity that we can help is Kate Changes Music that provides music industry-focused mental health recovery services hospitals and the community for musicians, songwriters, lyricists, producers, vocalists and MCS. K-Changes work in locations across the UK in partnership with NHS, local authority and voluntary sector health, social care agencies and music industry organizations. For more information, visit kchanges.org.uk. So that was it. That was episode four of the B Nation podcast of this season five. And my name is Miguel. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I just want to say one more time, a welcome to Paola, which is our new member of the B Nation podcast. Laura is with us, guys. Mary Shelley was in the production of the show, and my name is Miguel. I just want to say thank you so much to our guests, Tom Featherstone, Lai, Silk of the Earth, and Sophia Scott. And join us next week for episode five, where we are going to be discussing about summer anthems, and we're going to have Jamie Deras, Taylor Felt, and Tires on the show. Oh, that was gonna be amazing. Right, my name is Miguel. I hope you're okay. Hope you're well. You have a brand new episode of the B Nation podcast next Friday on the bnation.com. And also remember that you have the podcast number four on the bnation.com now available. Stay safe. All the best. Ciao, ciao.